DJ Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlemagne the God. Well, y'all done came a long way. I think that y'all have a certain amount of respect for, you know, what everybody else does. And y'all are just the best at what y'all do. This platform, the reach y'all have that you've earned, makes space for somebody like me. You guys have a direct line to the culture. Oh, my God. read about the breakfast club really? every morning that's good you guys are trending every uh, you know i drag my ass out of bed i'm like uh what happened on the breakfast club today I guess Charlemagne is late. How you late when the when the stuff is in your crib? We were just talking about that. This guy is crazy. How are you late when all you got to do is roll out of bed and walk downstairs? That is crazy. You know I've been taking a shower every morning before I come downstairs. I do that sometimes too. I um I didn't do that this morning, but I usually do that as well. <laughs> Every morning, because I get up at, I still get up at about 5.15, so I usually get up, take a shower, I get my my morning juice, I make my my morning concoction to make sure that I'm healthy, which is uh, airborne and some water, and then I get my vitamins, I make my juice, and then I get ready to rock and roll, but yeah, you can't be late when, when, when it's in your crib now. All right. Well, happy, what day is today? Wednesday? Today is Wednesday. Is Oh, let me do this. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Hump day? No, ha, 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 ha. Yes, today is Wednesday hump day. Yesterday was beautiful on, on the East Coast. I mean, the weather was just so nice, man. It was about 65 degrees, maybe even close to 70. I was outside. We, I, we barbecued yesterday. We cooked hot dogs, hamburgers. We played. Uh, I bought this thing from um, Target. It was on sale for $9.99. I don't know what it's called. It's like one of them, it's like a, what is it called? Like, you know, the little the bean bags, you throw the bean bags into the little holes. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty good at that, yeah. Yeah, so I bought that for the kid. It was on tar- It was on sale at Target for $9.99, so the kids loved that. We we played that for hours Yeah, you yesterday. could play that all day. Yeah, I like when they that have that. Hours. Sometimes they'll have it, like, by the pool at the hotel and stuff like that. Yes. It's a little fun game. So, yes. Little... I, went to, I went to go pick up a new uh, router yesterday from Best Buy. Okay. And and how was that so far? You, you hooked and... it up and everything? Yeah, everything's hooked up. So we'll see today how my okay. connection's looking. You know, but we have a lot of things just for people who don't know that we're on Revolt every morning. That's right. So yeah, shout to Revolt. They iPad that mm-hmm. we have to hook up to. And then we also have this board that we have to run. And we have a little laptop that that hooks up to. Then we have our regular laptops in front of us. Right. So there's a lot of different things hooked up in addition to whatever you might have hooked up in your home. So... It's a lot of things uh, that could be weighing down your internet service. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then about 9 o'clock, I say about 8 o'clock, my kids, they all, of course, have virtual school. And uh, they're on their laptops. So, I mean, I got Madison, who's a college, who's a high school senior, which sucks because she goes to college uh, next year. She can't, she won't have the prom. They don't know about graduation. This is her last year. This is the year where she's supposed to have fun. You know, she was excited. She made plans for the summer and, and for her, her friends to go to the shore and do all this for her last summer before school. All that's whack. It's not going to happen. And Logan's now a freshman. She's making, now she's making her dad smoothies every morning. Now, now she's making her dad smoothies every morning. And Logan, this is, you know, his first year in high school where he's meeting all his friends and they're supposed to be doing so many things that they, they can't do nothing. Yesterday, uh, they went uh, ATV riding. I let him go ATV riding. He had to wear his helmet the whole time. He had to stay uh, six feet away for his, from his friend, which they did. I was watching. But I just wanted them to have a little bit of fun because it sucks. They're just being in the house all day long. Just I don't know, Emmy. Uh, it sounds like your kids are having fun. 
y'all had a barbecue yesterday. Your son went ATV riding. But you know, the little like- ones, the little ones enjoy the barbecue. The little ones enjoy the beanbag throwing. The little ones enjoy bike riding and, and wiffle ball and kickball. The big ones are like, Dad, I, you know, I, I don't want to play wiffle ball with you and everybody anymore. Like they're tired of it. They want to see their friends. Which you understand? At least the little ones, they're, they're around the same age, so they're playing with the same thing. The older ones are like, look, Dad. Enough's enough. I need to see a friend. I need to see somebody from school. This FaceTime is whack. I need to get out the house. So we've been trying to, you know, go out with them and make sure they still stay safe and social distance and all that other good stuff. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news, what we talking about? Well, speaking of fun, let's discuss when is Disney World and Universal Orlando theme parks going to be reopening. We'll tell you what that roadmap looks like. Also, Major League Baseball, we'll discuss when is that coming back. I ain't gonna front. When Disney World opens back up, the world's going to open back up. That's when I'm going to be like, all right, now, now it's time to get back out there. Because if Disney World opens up, the place that gets, what, millions of people a day? If they don't care anymore, I'm like, all right, maybe I, maybe I, I got to let go a little bit. But all right, we'll talk yes, about that when we come. it on. <laughs> yeah, because Disney World, like, when, in, if Disney World closes, I knew the world was closed. I was like, Disney is closed. But now when Disney opens back up, you, the amount of millions of people that's going to go to Disney, they know something that we don't know. But we'll talk about it next. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Morning, sleepyhead. Yo, what's happening? <laughs> Good morning. How's everybody? How you late when you got to roll out of bed, bro? Uh, When you oversleep. It happens. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, let's get in some front page news. Where are we starting, Yee? Well, let's start with Disney World and Universal Orlando theme parks. There's a roadmap for reopening. I don't know what date this is going to happen. But what they are saying is when they do reopen, the initial recommendations are they'll operate at 50% capacity during a phase one period. And then that could increase to 75% capacity in phase two. Additionally, all employees will be required to wear face masks. There'll be touchless hand sanitizer at each ticketing entry and turnstile. And every single ride, attraction, entry, and exit, there'll be temperature checks for staff prior to their shifts. And also a regular wipe down of our railings and surfaces. And any staff member age 65 and above will be encouraged to stay at home. So I'm telling you, that's they what open they're up Disney, recommending for all of the parks. That's a game changer. If they open up Disney, that's a game changer. That means they know something we don't know or they're, they're like, F this already. Disney, they I get millions of people already. Exactly. They they can they can start sports back at everything if they open up Disney. Yep, absolutely. That's what I told y'all. I, I think they realized um, you know, that coronavirus isn't as, as fatal as they once thought it was. And being that they realized that, then they're like, you know what? I think we can uh mix it up a little bit with each other. More than well, we initially just- thought. These are just suggested ideas for what could happen for them to reopen. We'll know today they're going to actually announce formal reopening plans. So today we'll hear what exactly that will be. You got to be very brave to go back to Disney. Sorry, That's what I too, said. By the way. It's a lot of... Go right away. No, nah, I said if Disney opened up, I, I, I could let go a little bit. I ain't going to Disney, though. But if they open up Disney with millions of people, they know something. And I'm Absolutely. like, I, I can leave the house now. I can, I can now, now I can leave the house. Disney will make people feel a lot more comfortable if Disney opens back up. Major League Baseball is planning for the 2020 season, reportedly. And they're optimistic the season could start in late June, no later than July 2nd. So they're saying that more than 100 games will be placed on the schedule. Contests will take place in Major League Baseball parks, but there will be no spectators in the stands. They'll also limit travel, so execs will temporarily restructure things. 30 teams split into three divisions based on their region, and then that way they wouldn't have to travel. 
travel as much. So. I don't even think it matters anymore. If they open up Disney, they can open up sports now. Come on. Now, if they open up Disney with millions of people a day, millions of All people right waiting up. online, why does it even matter with the sports? They might as well just open up the arenas now because if, yeah, if Disney's opening up. If, if they open up Disney, I can sit by you next to I can sit next to you at a game. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, now Joe Biden Joe Biden has gotten another endorsement, and that endorsement is Hillary Clinton. Here is what she said during a virtual town hall yesterday. I am thrilled to be part of your campaign to not only endorse you, but to help highlight a lot of the issues that are at stake uh, in this presidential election. You know, Joe Biden has been preparing for uh, this moment his entire life. This is uh, a moment that we need a leader, a president like Joe Biden. All right, so. I kind of feel like it was like, hey, there's nobody left. So, I mean, he is. That's all we well, all we got on this side. So, I, I mean, I got an endorsement. Don't mean nothing right now, I feel. It's like he's the only person. That, he's, he's it. That's it. There's nobody else to yeah. endorse. Yeah, it does seem weird when you had all of those candidates during the primaries, but nobody, you know, you, you waited until... He, who the actual nominee was to endorse. It's like, yo, do you really like him? Or that's just, you know, what we have at the moment. Mm-hmm. Right. Or you could also just, not endorse just, anyone, just, I guess. It just, it, it, yeah, that's true, too. But it just it just would seem like it was stronger when it would, if it would happen during the actual primaries. Yeah, to me. I agree. Yeah. All right. Well, that is your front page news. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night, bad morning, or maybe you feel blessed. Maybe you overslept. 800-585-1051. Hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Let's go. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or blessed. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? Hey, peace and blessings, guys. How you guys feeling, man? Hey, Porter Pot, Sean Stone. What's up, brother? I'm good, brother. How, Angela Yee, how you doing? Hey, what's up? How are you? Peace and blessings. Yes, sir. Hey, Charlamagne, how you going to be waking up late? You working from home, bro? That don't make no sense. Why, why, why does that make, not make any sense? Bro, because you working at home. You at home, bro. You got to get up on time, bro. You know so, what I mean? So just because just I'm at home doesn't mean I can't wake up late? You shouldn't be waking up late, period. Just like how you... You've, you, 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 you've, never, you've never woken up late for your job ever? I've woken up, I've woken up late before, but not when I'm wake, work, working at home, bro. You got to get it I don't. Together, I, you know I don't mean? see the difference. You got to get it together. I really don't. I don't see the difference. Waking up late is waking up late. Doesn't matter if you're working at home or not. What's up, Sean? What up, man? Uh, guys, I'm just happy to be back at work. For two months, I was I was out of a job, you know what I mean, as an essential worker. I'm back out here driving the garbage truck. I'm back out here, you know, in sanitation. Why did they cut y'all off? I didn't. I don't know they cut uh, well, sanitation well, off. I was working at a private company, so at, at the end of the day, they did with, like, seniority. Anybody that has seniority over you, they had to lay you off. So I had right. one year there. So they were like, yo, Sean, we got to lay you off. So I'm just happy to be back today, bro. I got a okay. man early. I was mad excited. You know what I mean? Definitely. What made, them, what, 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 made, what made them hire you back? Well, I'm a good worker, dude. Like, you, you act like Sean Stone is not a good person overall. I'm a good worker. I do my work <laughs> and I do my job. And also, I'm out here trying to provide for my family. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, I'm but what work got to do with trouble. business? I'm speaking from a business perspective. If they got rid of everybody, what made them bring you well, back? That's well, all I'm saying. the main reason why they brought me back, uh, there's a guy that's out on surgery, and he's going to be out on surgery for quite a while. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Now, but got you. Mean, but also, while in quarantine, within the two months, you know, Sean Stone had to start his own business. So if anybody want to check out Sean Stone business, just go. What to is it? What's the business? Well, my well, the business is um, I'm selling like TLC wellness products, health 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 products that will help your help your immune system. Like what? And how are you getting these products? You growing them in the backyard? What you doing? Like how you making these products? I'm not growing them at all. I'm I'm working with a with a with a company, and all you guys got to do is go to my uh, my IG Sean Stone, eight four eight. Um, that's Sean Stone, S-E-A-N-S-T-O-N-E, A four eight, and just click the link tree, and you could see uh, the whole products and what the products does for your body and your system. Okay. All right. Now, well, thank are you. you. Still do, are you still doing music? Uh, right, <laughs> right now, I still, I'm still doing my music on my on my iPhone. I know Charlemagne don't like that, but I'm about to get some uh, some equipment and put it up to my uh, laptop and probably do some music at home, but. Right now, I'm just focusing on working, Angela. You know what I mean? Why are you you wasting all that storage on your computer and your phone, man? Oh, my goodness. I love love doing it, man, because it makes me happy, man, to release. You know what I mean? Okay. It's not like I want to be putting out music in the world, but it makes me happy to release. You know what I mean? True, true. As long as you, like, I like that. Hey, I love you guys. I love everybody in the world. Peace and blessing. Everybody, please be safe. Practice social distance. And just... Stay home if you if you don't got to go to work. Stay home, man. All right, brother. Thank you. And I'm happy, man. Let's go. There you go. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, uh, Julian. Hey, Julian, get it off your chest. Yeah, I just want to express some positivity. I know everybody's getting fired and getting furloughed like myself. I'm just kind of lucky to have a YouTube job as a background. But I just want to tell everybody uh, to don't give up and that we're going to get through this. Hey, okay. can I ask Charlamagne something? Go ahead, he's in. I'm right here, King. What's happening? Hey, Charlamagne, can I ask you for a, a signed copy of your Shook One book? That's easy. Get, it, uh, get, uh, Dan will get your address. We'll get your address. I'll get it out to you. Hold on, all right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you. Hello, who's this? June. June, what up? Get it off your chest, June. I'm just calling to say that I'm on my way to work. I work at the hospital, so it's very um, um, hectic. You know, I'm, I'm trying to stay safe and all, you know? Yeah, what hospital, brother? I work at St. Joseph. It's in Yonkers. In Yonkers, okay. You've yes. been seeing the rates going down a whole lot, hopefully, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, a whole lot of people, you know, they're getting out now, but I work in the um, ER, mm-hmm. so the first time the ER was packed, you know, packed of sick people, you know? Right. But now um, everything is going back to normal. Now, now, do you think with what you've seen, you think we should be opening up the, the, the states now? Or you think it's okay now to open up these states, or you think we should wait a little bit? I think we should just wait a little bit until everything just go, goes away. Because I'm still scared to go to work. You know, I have a seven months old um, at home. Uh-huh. So I'll be scared to, to, to go to work, catch it, and then give it to my um, right. to my daughter. You know, so I just be kind of um, hectic to go to work. Okay. 
Like, um, sometimes I think I'm calling out on purpose. That's not too cold, cold to work. Right. Well, you got to do what's best for you sometimes. If your gut is telling you something and you really feel it, you have to follow that. Definitely, man. I appreciate everything that I do, man. Thank you, brother. We appreciate what appreciate you're doing, you, too. King. Thank you. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up. Now, we got rumors on the way, Yee? Yes, we'll be talking about some advice that one celebrity gave to another as far as sleeping with other people. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Yes, so Facebook is doing a live graduation ceremony. They'll be streaming that with Oprah Winfrey delivering its commencement speech. Now, other celebrities that will be participating are Little Nas X, Jennifer Garner, Simone Biles, Aquafina, Miley Cyrus will be will be performing as the musical guest for the ceremony. Now, leading up to the virtual graduation, there will be senior-related content that will go live, like student showcases. There will be Instagram stickers that link to graduation songs. Facebook is also using this event to promote their newly launched Messenger Rooms, which is like Zoom. So, you know, Facebook has their own answer to Zoom right now. So right. could be interesting. I didn't march. I didn't do my little dance to pomp, pomp and circumstance because I graduated from night school. Um, but I feel so sorry for them kids who aren't getting to really walk across that stage with their cap and gown. That's got to suck, bro. Yeah, it, it does. And not even just college. I mean, like my daughter's in high school. She's supposed to graduate this year. And I mean, there's no there's no graduation in sight. I mean, I, I'm I'm going to call the principal today and say, hey, can we do it or we all stay in cars? And, you know, maybe you call out a name and then the car drives up to pick up diploma. But I kind of still want her to have that experience of getting that diploma. She worked hard. By the way, when is the one? When... Can people just do it later, too? Like, I when... mean, that's maybe. an option. We we just don't know when, when everything's going to open back up, especially in Jersey. And it's May 15th. It's supposed to be graduation day. The May prom's 15th. already I, missed. Me per, I, isn't there a way to do a graduation with social distancing? How, how big is the graduating class? It's not that big. That's what I'm, I'm saying. It's about, I think yeah, it's about, but if, if restrictions aren't lifted before May 15th, clearly you can't do it by then. I think that's too soon. But yeah, but maybe I it's feel something where you're like, let's do it in, you know, right before Thanksgiving when everybody's home. I feel home the same. It's may, maybe 100 and 150 kids the most. Maybe 100 kids. Yeah. So if 100 kids got four people each, you know what I mean, five people each, we could socially distance, stay six feet away, one row apart. Like, I don't care if do, I got to sit hey, up people front can't even back. go to funerals right now. But no, they they do funerals. No. They just they just social know, distance, it's and, it's a, and it's a certain amount allowed. of people. Yeah, yeah so you limit the amount you, you limit the amount of family you can invite if you're if you're a graduate and social distance at the graduation. I think I think that could work. All right, now South by Southwest is getting sued after refusing to issue refunds for their 2020 cancellation of their festival. So imagine that. You pay all this money, the festival gets canceled, and you can't get your money back. They did announce that cancellation back on March 6th, less than a week before the festival was supposed to happen. Uh, now, there are plaintiffs that stated in the suit, they said they had no plans to attend one of the next three festivals because they're planning on letting you use those passes at a later date. Nah, and they, they just want their money back. No, nah, they should They should get that money back. I planned for this date. I took vacation time. I took off. It's canceled. Give me my money back. Next year, I might have something to do next year. It might be my daughter's graduation next year. Give me that money back. That's that's the right thing to do. Now, yeah. a spokesperson for South by Southwest said, the pandemic and the cancellation have caused a tremendous loss to our business, our staff, the city, and its citizens. We are still picking up the pieces after spending a year to program what would have been a remarkable event that required significant time, energy, and resources to produce. 
South by Southwest, like many small businesses across the country, is in a dire financial situation requiring that we rely on our contracts, which have a clearly stated no refunds policy. Though we wish we were able to do more, we are doing our best to reconcile the situation and offered a deferral package option yeah. to purchasers of 2020 re- oh, registrations. So it has, they have a no refund policy all across the board. Yeah, but yeah, it's a so pandemic. It's a pandemic. They just don't want to lose money. Like oh, no refund means no refund. Nah, no refund means no refund, bro. Though. But I can't go. Like it's not. It's, it's like no. It's a pandemic. Nobody can go. That's not fair. That's not right. What the if they just did, don't have the money to give back? The flights said the same thing. The airlines no no refunds. And what did they do? They wound up I, opening I, back up and started giving people refunds. That's the right thing to do. I know. Well, I tell you what, airlines though, airlines only did credits. Mm-mm. Yeah, and if if they you pay for something, they get money back. If you pay for something, if you pay for something. And you don't read the fine print, which a lot of us don't do. If it says no refunds, it's no refunds. But on a pandemic, <laughs> bro. No, pandemic. no refunds means no refunds. Nah, that's fast. Like, no. Legally, they don't, don't, do legally they don't have to. That's legally, right. they don't have to. But, you know, they have to figure. And what they're trying to say is you can use those tickets for next year or the year after. So That's not right, man. That's like, that's like what saying. They just don't have it. Like, what are they question, supposed to do? Did you have uh, insurance on your flights? Because I know I always get insurance on my flights. No, I didn't have insurance on my flights, but the airline still gave me my oh. money back. They gave me, and they didn't oh, yeah. just give me credit. They gave, they refunded my I credit card. I thought you cards. said that they did that because you were diamond on Delta. No, more than Delta. It was American Airlines, too. It's a lot of people oh, gave me my money back. did not give me my money back from my you should call them. flight. You should call them back. Okay. Definitely get my money back. That's true, too. Now, Lisa Ray has said that she helped her sister, the brat, live her truth after she introduced her to her fiancé, Jessica Dupart. Uh, we know her as the woman who I started... The hair products that you've been using, right, Envy, to grow your hair out? Uh, I don't use hair products. products. Um, I don't use them, but I now, know Kaleidoscope. Lisa Ray told Madame Noir in a recent interview, she talked about uh, going from doing business with her to her now being her future sister-in-law. She said she's very happy her sister gets to be happy. Her sister Brad gets to be happy and live her truth out loud. She said, I met her before she even met my sister. She and I were doing some videos for her Kaleidoscope products because she was actually a fan. So we reenacted a Players Club scene and did a couple of videos together. So when she reached out to have my sister try her drops, then they actually made a rapport with each other and built a friendship. Well, what came out of that is what we see on Instagram now. I think it's fantastic when you can find someone and build any kind of relationship that you can build on and that can be solid enough for you to be able to be yourself and to be able to share that with the world. That's awesome. I love Kaleidoscope products too. I love the fact that she's an African-American woman pushing the products that she designed and that she made and it sells and it works. So shout to her. Shout to Larry Murrow. Larry Murrow actually introduced me to her. So yeah, shout to that, man. I love her products. Yeah, shout out to Jessica. She also does a lot in real estate. So. Yeah, she does. Mm-hmm. And she has a book out. All right, Gabrielle Union says she once told Steph and Aisha Curry that they should break up and sleep around. The two of them were doing an IG Live session of the wind down, uh, the two different couples coming together and having some fun. They're actually really good friends and been friends for 10 years. And I guess it must have been at a time when Steph and Aisha were having some issues. And here's what Gabrielle Union said her advice was. She was a thought in 98. Back up for sure. I was. Listen, I enjoyed my life. And that is the exact advice I gave. <laughs> <laughs> I used that at a young step at D Wright's 25th birthday. It all, it all comes out. I'm people. so done. You guys, the likelihood of this working out is very low, and you should just wake up now and have sex with other people. <laughs> you looked at me and you said, How old are you? I apologize on the behalf of the way family. That's not who we are anymore. Now, why would she share that kind of advice? Word. I mean, everybody got to go through that. Yeah, she gave some bad advice at a time. 
That was horrible advice. Like, very horrible. Like, very bad. Like, 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 you work through your problems when you're in a, a relationship. You know what I'm saying? You figure things out. You don't go sleep with another woman. If a guy said that to a man, that woman would tell that guy, don't hang around that dude no more. He's a bad influence. Mm -hmm. I agree with you. All right. Well, she gave her explanation of why she said it, because she said she was a different person back then. So, you know. I mean, she admitted it. She gave some bad advice back then. <laughs> mm. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back, we got front page news. What are we talking about? Yes, and we'll be talking about that uh, paycheck protection program. Now, if you are a business that got some money, we'll tell you who's going to be investigated and audited. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Yo. Club. Good morning. Let's get in some front page news. Where we starting, Yee? Well, earlier we talked about Disney World and Universal Orlando theme parks planning to reopen. We'll find out today what the exact plan is. But what that roadmap includes is 50% capacity in the first pay phase and then 75% in the second phase. We talked about Major League Baseball mm -hmm. planning their 2020 season. Well, now the biggest U.S. mall owner is preparing to reopen 49 properties. Those are Simon Property Group, Simon Malls. And what they are saying now is 49 of their malls and outlet centers Friday through Monday will be open, including Haywood Mall in Greenville, South Carolina, Lenox Square in Atlanta. There's a full list of those 49 locations and exact reopening dates on uh, CNBC's website. So you can take a look at that there if you want to know about that. They said they will regularly sanitize high-touch areas like food court tables, escalators, doorknobs, electronic directories, and retailers are yeah. expected to do the same in their stores. But as well. They said but how shoppers often, should take their temperatures before going to the mall. They'll make free temperature testing available to customers using infrared thermometers. They also will have free CDC-approved masks and hand sanitizing packets available to shoppers who ask for them. And they do encourage shoppers to wear masks or some sort of facial coverings while they shop. Yeah, but how often, though? How often are they going to be, you know, doing those high areas like escalators and, and people that go to, like, the mall is two packs. So when they start opening Disney and they start opening malls, it tells me, one, people don't care. And they're like, look, we got to get back to the money. Or maybe they know something we don't know. All right, well, it's up to the retailers at those malls to decide whether they want to reopen for business. So if Victoria's Secret says no, they won't be open. But the mall, uh, some of them, like I said, will be open. Gotcha. Now. All right, Steve Munition is talking about uh, the Paycheck Protection Program, and the companies who got over $2 million will get a full audit. We told you before about the Lakers getting that money and then giving that money back. Yep. They got a $4.6 million loan as part of that program. We told you about Ruth Chris giving that money back. Other places that uh, took money, AutoNation. And this money is supposed to be for companies that need it. So, they don't fault the banks for giving the loans out if you applied for it. They're saying that if you don't need the money, if you have access to capital, you should not have applied for those loans at all. It's supposed to help small businesses with fewer than 500 employees who are having issues due to the coronavirus crisis. It's not for these companies that make, you know, millions and billions of dollars and are right. going to be okay. Yeah, and, I, and I'm surprised so. that a lot of these companies were getting it. I mean... No disrespect, but an NBA team shouldn't be getting that money. There's a lot of small businesses out there that are not making it. Like like I tell you, I know a couple of people that own gyms, and they don't know if they're going to be, be able to open back up. I know people that own restaurants, and they're like, I just, with this hit, I just don't know if I can open back up. And those are the places that absolutely positively need that. Right, so 
as you can see, people are having to give that money back. All right, Absolutely. well, that is your front page news. I'm Angela Yee. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, Charlemagne is having a little technical difficulties. But when we come back, there's something that uh, I want to discuss. Let's discuss. 800-585-1051. Now, yesterday, Puff said this on his Instagram Live, or his Instagram. Black vote is not going to be for free. You know, what are we getting in return for our vote? Nothing has changed for black America. And in order for us to vote for Biden, we can't be taken for granted like we always are because we're supposed to be Democrats or because people are afraid of Trump. It's whoever's going to take care of our community, whoever wants to make a deal, it's, it's, it's business at this point. You know, we can't trust politicians. Biden needs to make it clear that he's going to change the lives and quality of life of black and brown people. I will hold the vote hostage if I have to. All right, now, what? some people are upset about that. Now, uh, Kenny, Kenny Burns, who, uh, you know Kenny Burns, he used to work for Diddy. He's been on The Breakfast Club numerous times. He's a host. He uh, has a couple of podcasts. He has so many different businesses. Uh, real close to, to Diddy. He actually, I, I believe, got his start with Diddy and Rockefeller. Well, he commented this. You got the comment, you? Oh, I was like, Diddy and Rockefeller? That just threw me off for a no, second. No, I said he used to work with Diddy and he used to work with Rockefeller. Do you have his comment? Um... No, I didn't know you were about okay, to well, he me, says, but I'll pull it up right now. <laughs> he says, Puff, this statement is very irresponsible at this point. The only option is to get Trump out of office. Come on, champ. Encouraging people to stand by is not an option. Vote or die. Well, Diddy erased that comment and blocked him. So that's what we're asking. 800-585-1051. What do you think about Diddy's comments about holding the vote and making sure that, that Joe Biden... Oh, time out, time out, time out. Words matter. He said holding the vote hostage. What do you do with hostages? You hold them until your demands are met. And I don't think there is no, there's nothing irresponsible about demanding something for your vote. Period. What's irresponsible about demanding something for your vote? Now, let me transactional. Let's say let's yes. say Joe Biden like let, let's say we want something. Let's say I, I I don't know what it is. Let's say Joe Biden says, "You know what? I can tell you what I want cuz listen, y'all know I've been on this for the okay. past year. This conversation so ain't new to me." What's one thing that you want, Charlotte? <laughs> One thing that I want, I want them to adopt an uh, economic black agenda for black people. You know what I'm saying? I've been screaming about Black Futures Lab, okay. Black Agenda, which allergic. I'm not fit. Well, you know, go ahead. What? No, no, let's, let's say that's this. I said one thing, okay? Now, okay. let's say Joe and Biden. By way, and, by the way, and by the way, Joe Biden has no reason not to adopt the black agenda because there was other presidential candidates who had them. Elizabeth Warren had one. Mayor Pete had one. Michael Bloomberg had one. So why right. you, as the, as the vice president to the first black president, a man who owes your political life to black people because they saved your ass in the primaries this year, why don't you have a black agenda? Now, let's say Joe Biden I'm, says, I'm you know what, at, at this time, I'm not adopting anything. Let's say he says, I'm not adopting anything. I, I don't have anything on the table right now. So are you telling people don't vote for him because he, he's not adopting that? No, and, and, not at all. Because if we don't vote for him, what happens? Are we telling people don't vote for, for him until we get what we need? And let's say he doesn't give us what we need. Then, then what well, do we do he, with that? If, what's if, the conclusion if, if, to that? If, 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 if he doesn't give us what we need, then that shows we have no political power. And in a year like this where black people actually absolutely have all the leverage because they need us, because we showed them in 2016, if we don't show up, they don't get in. And we've shown them over the past few years on, on local and federal levels that when we do show up, they do get in. In a year when they really, really, really need us, if we can't flex our political power this year, then we, we can't ever flex, flex our political power because we don't have none. So if he does not say, if he says, no, what, I'm not adopting that, are you not voting for him? He's not going to say that. First of all, he, he would does, be the stupidest. No, that's no, 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 no. There is no judge. He would be the stupidest presidential candidate ever. He if, he can't even, stupidest. If, he, if he can't even pretend, you let's can't even he, pretend. Let's no, say no, no, he no. is the dumbest candidate, and he says, no, no, I'm not giving it to you. So what are you telling no. people to do? Don't vote for him? That's not, for, that's not a hypothetical. I'm asking a question. If he says, I'm not adapting that. 
No, he says that's I'm not, not doing a, it. You, you gonna let you me talk? You guys are talking that's, in circles right now. That's not a no. hypothetical at all. We have no. leverage this year, and there is nothing irresponsible about demanding something for your vote. That's the way votes work. He would be the stupidest presidential candidate ever to come out and say, "Look, I ain't doing nothing for black people." And if he does, are we not voting for him? If he says I'm not, if I'm not adapting it, if he says that, who 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 are you? Who are we voting for? If he says I'm know. not adapting I, it, I, I I don't know. I might write something in. I don't know. Cause well, I, cause when you we wouldn't come, back, come out, come out. You wouldn't feel away. No, you, you as a black you. man. No, no. You as a black man wouldn't feel away if he said I'm not doing nothing for black people. I'm talking. Um, what I'm talking Answer about. Answer a question. Is, I'm talking Answer about. Question. There's two sides to everything. There's a side that you think no. about, and there's a side that other people think about. Well, I'm, at, I'm not well, I'm talking about my side. I'm just asking you if he says. I am not adapting anything for the black community. Are we not voting for him anyway? That's I, what I, I'm I asking know. you. I, I would have to. I would have to really sit down and think about okay. it. I would have Let's to really sit down and think about it. 800-585-1051. Let's talk about it. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Pull out, pull out, your, pull out your phone. Call in right now. Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club topic. Break, break it down. 800-585-1051. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about a statement that Diddy made yesterday. And uh, can we play a statement? Black voting's not going to be for free. You know, what are we getting in return for our vote? Nothing has changed for black America. And in order for us to vote for Biden, we can't be taken for granted like we always are because we're supposed to be Democrats or because people are afraid of Trump. It's whoever's going to take care of our community, whoever wants to make a deal, it's, it's business at this point. You know, we can't trust politicians. Biden needs to make it clear that he's going to change the lives and quality of life of black and brown people. I will hold the vote hostage if I have to. First of all, I want to say what Diddy said in that video is what I've been on for the past year. That's why every presidential candidate that came to the Breakfast Club, I asked them, do they have a specific black agenda? Because I made up my mind a long time ago that I was going to vote my interests, and my interests are Black people, you know what I'm saying? I'm not voting for ind individuals. And to me, the concept is simple. It's it, when you do business, when you do deals, you go in to negotiate the terms of what you want. That's how we need to start treating Democrats. If not, black people will be voting out of fear for the rest of their lives. And if you're being honest with yourself, conditions of black people have been the same in America for decades, regardless of who the president is. And we will not make any real systemic change in our communities until we change our approach to politics. I don't think it's too much to ask of a candidate like Joe Biden, who owes his political life to black people to meet some demands for black people. Number one, you want to know what those demands are? And this is where Diddy messed up because he didn't say what he wanted. Number one, I think a black woman running mate is a must. That should be non-negotiable, period. Joe Biden already said he would put a black woman on the Supreme Court. He committed to that. Great. We need that. And most importantly, Biden needs to adopt one of these black agendas and make it his own. I've been talking to y'all about Black Futures Lab, Black Agenda, which urges elected officials and government to make black people powerful through policy in the economy, in our democracy, our families, our society, our communities, and the legal system. Joe Biden can take things from that. He can take things from Bloomberg's economic black agenda, like wanting to invest $70 billion 
and low-income neighborhoods throughout the country, increase the number of black homeowners, and doubling the number of African-American uh, small businesses if he's elected president. He can adopt all of those things to him, and he should, because he's the vice president to the first black president. How you work under all in black people for eight years, and you got all these other candidates, whether it's Bloomberg, uh, Mayor Pete, Elizabeth Warren, they had a black agenda, but you don't have a specific black agenda yet. It's quite well, simple, and I don't think there's anything wrong with making those demands. Well, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. I, okay. I, no, I was going to say, no, I'm just getting people online. I was going to say what Kenny Burns said. Now, let's get it clear. <laughs> I, I'm not, I don't necessarily like Joe Biden, and I'm going to tell Joe Biden, I'm going to tell you why. Because <laughs> Please don't vote for Joe Biden for president. No, no, Joe Biden, he's never even came on the Breakfast Club, and every time he said he would come, he said he'll bring his surrogate. I don't think he spoke to our people, but there is a lot of people out there that says, hey, I'm going to vote for anybody that's against Trump. And the reason this conversation came up is because Kenny Burns, who's somebody that used to work with Diddy and work with Rockefeller, he's in the industry, he says, Puff, this statement is very irresponsible at this point. The only option is to get Trump out of office. Come on, champ. Encouraging people to stand by is not an option. Hashtag vote or die. Yeah, and reading his say, comments. Hmm? He, didn't, he didn't say stand by. Did he said, I'm going to hold my vote hostage. What happens when you hold something hostage? You hold it hostage until your wrong. demands are met. What is wrong? What's, what's just, wrong with asking? I know, but th there's nothing irresponsible about demanding something for your vote. The only thing that he did remotely wrong in that is he didn't say what he wanted. He said black agenda, but I guess he was too vague on that. A lot of tell people, the people feel, tell the people if you read the want. comments, if you read the comments, a lot of people feel what Kenny is feeling. They're saying we I just thought, have to get Trump out of office. But, I mean, this is in, in Kenny's comments. Now, now, what do you think, E? Yes, I was actually looking at Joe Biden's website to see what he has because they have this whole uh, page, Highlights from Joe Biden's Agenda for the Black Community and what he's planning to do. So it says he's investing over $70 billion in HBCUs and he's also doing loan forgiveness that works for public servants and double funding for the state small business credit initiative to $3 billion to assist small businesses, especially those owned by people of color. He's talking about investing in the communities through housing. And then I know we also discussed this task force that he is uh, planning to do. And then I know he has Bernie Sanders on board with him as well now and Kamala Harris and a lot of people endorsing him. But what I really pay attention to is who are you putting around you and surround who are you putting in office around you? I think that's what I find to be extremely important. And so I'm paying attention to who is endorsing and supporting Joe Biden. Who is he listening to right now? Because I look at somebody like Donald Trump, who is very dangerous, as we can see in particular during this pandemic. And I'm looking at who he has around him advising him because I don't think Donald Trump comes up with everything that he wants to do on his own. It's not a dictatorship. So what's most important to me right now is who are you putting into position around you? I would never say... I'm holding my vote hostage. What I would say is that these are the demands that I want met. These are the people I want to see in position. And I would want to make sure that those things get done. Now, I will say this. I mean, for, for too many years, I think, uh, I don't want to say we've been raised, but I feel like we've been conditioned that if they're Democrat, we automatically just vote. Instead of, really, instead of really asking for something. And with That's Joe it. Biden, like I said, I don't necessarily think that he cares about our people. I, I honestly don't think that. He hasn't stood up and said what he does now. It's all cool to, to accept these things because he knows he has to, but does he really care when he gets into office? Is he really going to implement these plans? I, I don't I, know, I don't but know, a lot but, of people but, feel like 
they have to do whatever it takes to get Trump out. But exactly. I'm like, but, 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 but it's a campaign, right? So during the campaign, you make, you make a lot of promises. Make us some promises, mother effer. Simple as that. Black people give Democrats almost 90% of their votes in all elections, and we don't, we don't ever ask for anything in return. I listened to AOC last week. AOC basically said the same thing Diddy said. She didn't say she's going to hold her vote hostage. She said she's going to support the Democratic nominee, but she can't go out there in good faith and endorse Joe Biden unless Joe Biden meets some demands for her people, you know, Puerto Ricans or Latinos. So I'm not mad at that. There is nothing irresponsible about demanding something for your vote. And when he says, I'm going to hold my vote hostage, okay, hostages are held until demands are met. What's wrong with that? Well, let's go to one Sometimes line. Let's people kill the hostages. Let's go to one line. Hello, who's this? Hey, Victor, Victor, how you doing? Good morning. Hey, Victor, good morning. We're talking, uh, what was the statement that Diddy said? What are your thoughts? Yeah, yeah to be honest, I'm with Charlemagne in a way, uh, you know, holding back... You know, the, 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 the vote hostage that doesn't mean that they're not voting for him. But what are you going to do for me, though? Just because I don't like the other dude, that doesn't mean that I'm going to vote for you automatically. What are you mm-hmm. going to do for me? That's the bottom line, man. Simple. I'm going to give you. You know what I'm saying? Now, let me ask Simple. you a question. If, if he says, I'm not going to give you nothing, what, now what happens in November? Let's just say he does. Okay, now let me ask you something then. Why should I give him if he's not giving anything back? We're stuck in the same boat. <laughs> Boy, if no, Joe Biden came out and said, I'm not giving black people nothing, I'm telling you right now, I'm not voting. <laughs> if, you, if, you, if he fixes his mouth to say that... If, yes! That's what man. Well, thank that's you. That's political suicide. That's political suicide. Joe Biden says, hey, I'm not doing nothing for black people. Oh, word? Watch this then. No, Envy, answer the question real quick. If Joe Biden came out his mouth... And said verbatim, I'm not doing nothing for black people. You'd vote for him? I don't I don't think you heard me. I'm still not a fan of Joe Biden right now. I just, like, I'm, I'm not... just saying. Because you asked a hypothetical question. Correct. If he said, I'm not doing nothing for black people, you would vote for him as a black man. Now, nah, we in the same boat, bro. That's all I'm saying. I'm not showing we're up for that. Same. We in the same boat. <laughs> but, a lot of, but a lot of people feel like by any means necessary, we just need to get Trump out. And that is the question. But 800-585-1051, let's talk about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking about Diddy. He was on Instagram, and this is what he said. Black voting's not going to be for free. You know, what are we getting in return for our vote? Nothing has changed for black America. And in order for us to vote for Biden, we can't be taken for granted like we always are because we're supposed to be Democrats or because people are afraid of Trump. It's whoever's going to take care of our community, whoever wants to make a deal, it's, it's, it's business at this point. You know, we can't trust politicians. Biden needs to make it clear that he's going to change the lives and quality of life of black and brown people. I will hold the vote hostage if I have to. I, I, I love the energy. Now, Kenny There's nothing Burns. irresponsible about demanding something for your vote. Now, Kenny Burns uh, is a, a young man that worked with Diddy. He also worked with uh, Rockefeller before. He has his own liquor podcast and all that. He replied, Puff, this statement is very uh, irresponsible at this point. The only option is to get Trump out of office. Come on, champ. Encouraging people to stand by is not an option. Uh, then he said uh, Puff uh, erased his comment and uh, blocked him. I will keep saying over and over, there's nothing irresponsible about demanding something for your vote. I think the only thing that Diddy did wrong in that, in, that, in that video is he didn't, you know, say what he wanted. I've been clear about what I want for the past year. What I want is a black woman running mate. 
That's a must. That should be a non-negotiable. Uh, Joe Biden already said he would put a black woman on the Supreme Court. That is great. And most importantly, we need Biden to adopt one of these black agendas that's out here. I don't. It can be Black Futures Lab black agenda. It could be pieces of Mayor Bloomberg's economic agenda. It could be pieces of uh, um, Mayor Pete's um, uh, uh, Douglas plan. Whatever it is, adopt one of these black agendas. Make it your own. Okay? Like, yo, you can't even lie to us, bro. It's a, it's a freaking presidential campaign. You can't even tell us what you're going to do, even if you don't do it. Well, a lot of people feel, uh, believe in what uh, Kenny Burns has said. Uh, one person said, if we don't uh, vote Trump, if we don't vote, Trump wins again. We saw this last term. Somebody said, oh, man, he just randomly said this on a Tuesday. The check must have cleared. Some people said, no, we have to uh, get Trump out of office. Some people says, no, we have to work. Beating Trump doesn't, doesn't necessarily mean better for us. So people, That's all uh, I'm saying. Split. So let's go to hey, the phone line. Okay. Hello, who's this? Hey, what's up, Envy? It's Q from the Bronx. How's it going? Q from hey, the Bronx. What, what are your Envy, thoughts? I'm, real, I'm really disappointed in you, man. I'm really disappointed in you. Why are you disappointed Joe in me, brother? has done nothing to earn the black vote. He was one of the main creators of the 1994 crime bill. Along and 86 crack laws. That put... Mm-hmm behind bars so many black men. So I actually I don't like Mm-mm. Diddy, but I agree with him. Right. I don't know if you heard I don't, I don't know if you heard what I said. But I said that Joe Biden is somebody that hasn't even come on a breakfast club and I don't necessarily like him either. I said now, I'm, I'm saying what what Kenny Burns said. I said a lot of people feel that way. That is not what envy feels. I'm saying but a lot of people do feel like the only goal is they have to get Trump out of office. I feel like any candidate has to have something for me and, and my community. My thing, and Joe Biden has been dodging the Breakfast Club to even come up here and talk oh, and I, just to Envy, I want, I, Envy, I want us to stop. That's why they oh, abuse us. That's why yes. they abuse us, because they automatically yes. think black people are Democrats. And that's not yes. the case. It's, I agree with you. It could be a Republican. It could be an independent. It could be a Democrat. Yes. It could be Donald Trump. I'm, Absolutely. I'm really serious. If Donald Trump came with a plan to show you know mm-hmm. what? Black people have been abused for this amount of time. This is what we're going to give them. We're going to reform this. We're going to influx with these stimulus packages into our inner city communities. I'm going with Donald Trump. You vote in your interest. Whoever is going to actually have a plan. And it's really crazy because look at this. The Holocaust never happened in this country, yet Jewish people received reparations. Mm-hmm. Slavery built this country, and black people have not received anything. So Joe Biden, to me right now, he's an op. He has done nothing. He called him an op. That's the truth, though. Behind bars. Now, and, and, he got to earn it. And you're right, my brother. I'm on God, on God. I will vote for Donald Trump. Hey, if he came now, up I don't know about all that. Right. Now, I don't know wow, about all that. That's next level. Listen, we can't, we can't you, brother. Appreciate your call. See, 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 people hearing sound bites, so you can't say things I would, like, I would just vote for Donald Trump. He said he would vote for Donald Trump if Donald Trump actually put something on the table tangible for black people. But, you know, you, you can break that up. But, Envy, only thing I want us to stop saying is we got to stop saying Joe Biden didn't come on the Breakfast Club because people think that, we're personally attacking Joe Biden because he didn't come on the Breakfast Club. I don't give a damn if Joe Biden comes on the Breakfast Club or not. I want Joe Biden to have these three things on his table 
in order for me to feel comfortable voting for him. Number one is a black agenda. Number two right. is a black woman running me. Number three, he already said he put a black woman on the Supreme Court. I want him to commit to those things for me to feel really, really comfortable going out to vote for him in November. Now, I, just feel, I just feel like he does a lot of comfortable interviews where I don't think they'll necessarily ask him the questions that need to be asked. And I think that he avoids our community a lot. I don't think he has anything on the table for our community. And I think he's done a lot to hurt our community. It hasn't even said, you know yes. what, what I did was I made a mistake and I'm sorry. I apologize. I made a bad decision. I made a wrong decision. In life, we all make wrong decisions, but it's it's what you do after that wrong decision to fix it. Yes. Same he has to atone. He has to atone for the 94 crime bill through policy. It's really not that hard. Like, I really don't understand why people are so confused about what Diddy said. There is nothing irresponsible about demanding something for your vote. Simple. 800-585-1051 is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Call us up. Still taking your calls. Oh, nobody Let's go. I needed some shit with some bop in it. I flew past the whip with that blunt in my mouth. Watch the swerving that whip had a cop in it. My bitch got good fly her across the country. I finished the show and I hop in it. I got me a milli. I did it legitly. I'm still with the shit. I'm a hot. Oh, you asking for pictures with what? What's your name? Got the spot. I'm trying to figure which deal I'm going to take. Uh-huh. I woke up a couple meal on my plate. Let's eat. I'm investing in real in the state. Uh-huh. I just went and gave my mama a hundred. Uh-huh. Probably won't hear me open my mouth unless you hear me talking about finding some money. Let's go. As soon as I found it, I flipped that. Yeah. I'm a little bit different. They get it. No, I'm stiff on the bitch. She dig. I'm trying to find out why baby ain't all in the mentions. Uh-huh. No, she ain't get no DM from me. Uh-huh. This wrist it ain't free. She be throwing that Yeah, she good at it. Turn around when we make a look at it. Uh, she like, ha. I needed some shit with some bop in it. Uh, I flew past the whip with that blunt in my mouth. Watch the swerving. That whip had a cop in it. Okay. My bitch got good Fly her across the country. I finished the show and I hop in it. Yeah. I got me a milli. I did it legitly. I'm still with the shit. I'm a hot. Let's hot. I'm on the dice than the motherfucker. Hey, when you gonna switch the flow? I thought you never asked. They fuck with me and ain't about what the f- they be rapping about. What they look scary. But to each his own. If you like it, I love it. No big, no fee. That boy say he get money. Oh, really? How much they just cut you a check for a million? I'm going back to Cali like big. Go back. About to go get a pound just to smoke. I smoke. They told me to come work on my album. I'm trying to go find out the price on the boat. Okay. My little like Megan the Stag and she get her with nasty. She driving the boat. Drive the boat. All this that they making be born. Give me something to buy while I ride with the pole. Here you go. Uh, okay. okay. I needed some shit with some bop in it. I flew past the whip with that blunt in my mouth. Watch the swerving. That whip had a cop in it. My bitch got good fly her across the country. I finished the show and I hop in it. I got me a milli. I did it legitly. I'm still with the shit. I'm a hot. I'm hot. I needed some shit with some okay, bop in it. I flew past the whip with that blunt in my mouth. Watch the swerving. That whip had a cop in it. My bitch got good fly her across the country. I finished the show and I hop in it. I got me a milli. I did it legitly. I'm still with the shit. I'm a hot. Oh, you asking for pictures with n- What's your name? Got the spot. Bigger which deal I'ma take. I woke up a couple meal on my it's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. If you just joined us, we're talking about something that Diddy said. Can we play it right fast? Black voting's not going to be for free. You know, what are we getting in return for our vote? Nothing has changed for black America. And in order for us to vote for Biden, we can't be taken for granted like we always are because we're supposed to be Democrats or because people are afraid of Trump. It's whoever's going to take care of our community, whoever wants to make a deal, it's, it's, it's business at this point. You know, we can't trust politicians. Biden needs to make it clear that he's going to change the lives and quality of life of black and brown people. I will hold the vote hostage if I have to. 
or a lot of people feel like it's irresponsible and he should just be saying, just vote against Trump. Now, what do you think, E? I think right now this is exactly what Trump supporters want to be happening, all of this uh, going back and forth within the Democrats and I'm not voting, I'm not doing this, I'm holding my vote hostage and all of that. I have been saying I pay attention to who people put in office around them and I think that has been very important for me as far as deciding who I like and who I want to support and what policies they are going to be presenting uh, for us and what positive change they're going to be making. I've been looking at Joe Biden's website just to see what his proposals are and what his plans are. I wouldn't say that he's not doing, he doesn't have any plans at all because I don't think that's true. But, um, you know, for the black community. So I don't, I wouldn't say nothing because that's simply not true. Just based off of what I see he plans to do for HBCUs and the money that he wants to put into that and into education and into housing and development and the task force that he's now saying that he's going to do. I think you just have to keep on demanding those things, but I just hate to see how united the Republicans always are and how divided the Democrats always are. Well, well, you know why? Because Republicans fall in line, Democrats fall in love. You know what I'm saying? We have to love the individual. Republicans love their interests, and that's all we need to start doing. You know what I mean? You talk about the task force. Okay, uh, the same task force that he wouldn't, he doesn't even want a, a, truth to t- a truth to power speaker like Nina Turner on. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yes, I would love the investment in HBCUs, but there's other things that we need. You know, we need uh, uh, housing. We need, uh, I like the fact that Bloomberg wanted to invest $70 billion in low-income neighborhoods throughout the country. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I want to see the number. We need being able to And he talks about expanding on Obama, Obamacare on his website. And he does lot. talk about housing also on his website. Okay. for. Health, and so health all health of that is on there, but, but we want to see all of that really come to fruition. And we also want to continue to keep building. I don't think anybody's plan has everything in it that we want and everything's perfect, but we do have to keep on saying, okay, good, we got this, now we want this, we want this, and we want these things. And that's, by the way, that's all Diddy's saying. Once again, mm-hmm. I'm going to hold my vote hostage until my demands are met. There is nothing wrong with that. Everything that we're saying is absolutely correct. When you want something from one of these candidates, understand that your vote is transactional. I give you something, you give me something. Are you, no, go, you, you give me something, I, I give you something. I will say the thought of Trump another four years is very scary to me, and I will say that. Well, let's go it's to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? It's Blue. Hey, guys, I want to say thank you for taking my phone call. But I want mm-hmm. to say I, I understand what Diddy is saying as far as uh, what he wanted a black agenda, but this is not the time for that. Trump, oh, my God. Let him talk. Hold on, hold on. Let me talk, Charlemagne. He, he been, he's been rolling back human rights as far as he, he want to nominate another Supreme Court justice. That's going to take away women's rights. He rolling back HUD's programs. He, he, he trying to take away people's voting rights. Like, I, I, I definitely want a black agenda. But, man, we got to get out there and vote and get this guy up out of here. Or we're going to lose more than what we even had before he came in. Thank you for talking. I feel... I feel you, but man, it feels like every single election, black people are are forced to vote out of fear. Every single election, black people are choosing between the lesser of two evils. When are we going to get to choose between our interests? When? If not now, when? This would have been a great conversation during the primaries for Diddy to have. We were having it! I, I don't know about Diddy, I'm but that conversation Diddy. was, yo, that conversation was happening on the Breakfast Club. We're not gonna sit here and act like it wasn't. Yeah, and that, and conversa- talking, that conversation was happening about, on the Breakfast Club. Di- we're talking about Diddy's comments right now, though. Well, listen, I'm not mad at Diddy right now either. Though. Mm-hmm. I'm not and, and mad I, at Diddy. Rattle the cage, Diddy. Rattle and it. I, and I ain't gonna front, man. You know, reading his stuff on his site about highlights from Joe Button's agenda for the Black community. Now, it's no, Joe Biden is not running for president, right. Envy. Joe Biden. It seems so vague. <laughs> 
Through his policies of education, Joe will ensure that black families can build and sustain wealth for themselves and their communities because home ownership is the key to building. This is vague, man. It's this is really vague. vague. It's not It's not a necessarily a plan. And that's this why is, I said you have to build on that. You have like to we talk say, about, okay, these are the things that I want met. I see you have this written, so how is that actually going to work? What's How is this being implemented? What's the money that's being injected for this? Those are all things that you have to make sure that you bring to the table. Like, and, and violence against women. Joe will build on oh, the Lord. landmark violence against like is this is so vague it's not even saying what he's Hold doing up. he's just saying i'm gonna build on the things that's there it's not that's like saying i'm gonna sell a car and i'm like yeah this car is really fast and you're safe if you wear your seatbelt like all he's i not know building on anything that's there anymore that's there all, before. I, all i know is the conditions of black people have been the same in america for decades regardless of who the president is and we would not make any real systemic change in our communities until we change our approach to politics and i don't think it's too much to ask of a candidate like joe biden who owes his political life to black people to meet some demands for black people. And by the way, he's right. You need both. You need an inside-outside game. You need somebody rattling the cage saying, look, we're going to hold these votes hostage, and you need somebody else talking to him in another manner. You can do both, because guess what? You know what people in Biden's camp need to be doing for him today? Whether it's uh, Simone Sanders or Cedric or anybody, they need to be going to Joe Biden and saying, Bro, we're going to have a problem on, on our hands in November if you don't get this black agenda going. We're going to have a problem on our hands if you don't pick a black woman running mate. Simple as that. I just well, feel like Diddy's a powerful person and he has access that he could get a sit down with Joe Biden. He could present these plans and could have people on I mean, the team with better. him and could support, you know. Well, we I don't think know. Maybe he tried. Personally, you we know, know, he could. Yeah, we don't know. That's Maybe right. he tried. Maybe he tried to get a conversation. Maybe Diddy's That's like, right. nah, after denying my conversation, this is how I feel. And sometimes you got to throw right. it out there so I people understand like, and put the pressure on people. We've seen it over and, like over and over and over again position to represent for us and to really present some things that he feels like would be great for our community and also do that in conjunction with maybe a Bernie Sanders or in conjunction with Elizabeth, anybody. But I feel like he does have a lot of access more All than right. the average person. All right. Well, we got rumors on the way. Yes, and we're going to be talking about a biopic that I can't wait to see that's in the works. Also, Tyler Perry is giving Black America a warning about people who have passed away from coronavirus, what they were lacking. All right, we'll get to that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The Rumor Report. Gossip. Gossip. With Angela Yee. It's The Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. All right, Tory Lanez is saying that MTV offered him a 30-minute segment, some type of show. He said, I don't know what I want to do, but I want it to be something that the fans decide if I end up coming up with an idea for it, hopefully it'll be on MTV. So quarantine radio and being quarantined during this pandemic has done a lot for Tory Lanez. People really got to see his personality and tune into his quarantine radio, and it also upped his followers tremendously. I think so. I said that a couple about a week ago. Like, I think that he should continue doing quarantine radio. Find a home for it. That's a good platform for an artist to have in 2020. Especially yeah, being yeah, there ain't gonna it. be no show, ain't gonna be no shows for a while either. You ain't gonna be able to hit that stage for a while. You better figure out another way to get a check. Yeah, I love it. All right, Katie Couric talked about an uncomfortable interview that she had with Denzel Washington, and this interview happened a while ago because she uh, she said that. She, she was asking him about the notion that Hollywood folks should stick to acting. And he said, I don't know what Hollywood folks are. First of all, Hollywood is a town that has some stars on the sidewalk. I don't know anybody from there. So I don't, that's like call, saying, calling you a type of folks. I'm not a Hollywood folk. I don't know who they are. And then she tried to rephrase the question. Are you one of those people that, and he said, am I one of those people 
hmm, isn't that interesting? So she was recalling this uncomfortable interview, and this was back in 2004 that it happened, and here's what she had to say about it. I think he totally misconstrued a question I asked and kind of jumped all over me, and it was so uncomfortable. I just remember leaving it and thinking, I don't think I said anything wrong. I don't know what happened. Anyway, I think he must have been having a really bad day because he later wrote a big check to my colon cancer organization, which I thought was super sweet. And I, I love him. I admire him so much. He's one of my favorite actors. Well, I think when you've been working as long as Katie Couric has, there's definitely times that you have interviews that are uncomfortable, that didn't go the way that you planned or anticipated. So I feel her pain. Yeah, I'm sure. I think we might have had a couple of those. Yeah, absolutely. I think everybody has. There's no way you can do this job as long as you've not had some moments. All right, Tyler Perry is warning Black America about people who have died from coronavirus, and he's saying that this is the reason why. For me, my vitamin D is low. It's always been low. Uh, for most African Americans, it's low. And why this is important is because it's about immune health. Vitamin D helps with immune health and respiratory health. And um, what I read in a study out of Spain and Italy and China is that a lot of people who died from COVID were low in vitamin D. African American people, we are naturally deficient because of the melanin in our skin. It, it uh, blocks out vitamin D. And for the most part, not all of us just don't like to be in the sun. And that's where vitamin D comes from. It comes from the sun. So you guys need to make sure y'all get your vitamin D, okay? We don't want to block out that vitamin D from us. He said, uh, mm -hmm. see your doctor if you can and make sure you're getting it. So are you getting enough vitamin D, guys? I'm about to take some vitamin D right now. Hell yeah, I keep my immune system very, very, very strong. That's my biggest fear when it comes to all of this, though, um, um, that, that a lot of those things that we always use to keep our immune system strong, mm -hmm. we ain't going to be able to keep those on the shelf. Yeah. During this coronavirus pandemic, it's, it's hard to find like stuff like emergency now. Yeah, I, I got a, I got a bunch of emergency. I, I keep my zinc, my vitamin D, and my vitamin C. Yes, you know I'm lucky that my my realtor actually went to Costco and she got me like two big, huge packs of emergency. So I, every single morning I drink it. Yeah, um, you, you know when I went to the when I went to my physical, I, I do it once a year. The first thing the doctor said is, "Hey, this coronavirus. You know what I need you to do?" He said, "Go across the street. There was a vitamin shop, and he said, get enough vitamins for the year.'" He said, "You need vitamin Z. I mean vitamin C, vitamin D, and zinc." He said, "Get those three and your emergency, and he says, take them one a day. He said, and, and thank God I did, because I got enough to last a lifetime now. Well, after all this is over, we need some vitamin S. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Charlemagne. Yes, sir. Who are you giving that donkey to? Uh, donkey today is going to Kentucky Governor Andy Bashir. a uh, classic example of why you have to measure twice in order to cut once. Also, as he is coming up next hour, 800-585-1051. If you got questions for you, get on the phone lines right now. 800-585-1051. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. You get donkey at a date. Yeah, you dumb ass. You get donkey at a date. Yeah, you dumb ass. You are a donkey. It's time for donkey of the day. Donkey of the day, huh? I'm going to fatten all that shit around your eye. Man. They want this man to throw them blows, man. They're waiting for Charlemagne to tap these gloves. Let's go. They had to make a judgment of who was going to be on the donkey of the day. They chose you. Yes. The Breakfast Club, bitches. Who's donkey of the day today? Donkey of the day for Wednesday, April 29th, goes to Kentucky Governor Andy Bashir. Uh, We're not going to waste no time with Donkey of the Day today because some Donkey of the Days just sell themselves. We're going to get right to it. Uh, this is a classic example of why you always must measure twice in order to cut once. See, Governor Andy Bashir shamed a brother 
Yes, he did. He shamed a brother that lives in his state of Kentucky. Governor Bashir accused a Kentucky man of pulling an unemployment benefit prank. Let's listen. Unfortunately, it's going to take a little bit of time in these because a couple of bad apples uh, can make uh, this challenge that much more difficult. For instance, we had somebody apply for unemployment for Tupac Shakur here in Kentucky, and that person probably thought they were being funny, except for the fact that because of them, we've got to go through so many other claims that one person thinking that they were funny using somebody else's identity is going to make tens of thousands potentially of other people wait. That's right. Uh, Governor Brashear called out a brother named Tupac Shakur for possibly being a fraud. Uh, I, I can understand that. You know, Governor Bashir, he looked at that, he saw it on paper, and he assumed this could not be this person's real name. You know what I'm saying? I, I can understand why he would feel that way. Envy, you do real estate. Angela Yee, you're a business owner. If you saw Tupac Shakur on some type of application, you'd probably raise an eyebrow or two, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah. it feels fraudulent. It feels a little fraudulent. You would, you would just mm -hmm. have to make sure, okay? You would just have to make sure. But, you know... When you are governor, that's what you have to do. You have to make sure before you dismiss it, okay? Because you, you, you find yourself making assumptions. And when you make assumptions, you make an ass of yourself. Uh, maybe he should have checked on that because yesterday, Governor Kentucky had to apologize. Let's hear it. Now somebody an apology tonight. You know, last night I spent uh, a little bit of time talking about fraudulent claims holding us up and mentioned an individual that had filed in the name of Tupac Shakur. I didn't know, and it's my fault, uh, that we have a Kentuckian who goes by Malik, uh, whose name is Tupac Shakur. I talked to him on the phone today. I apologized. He was gracious. I uh, said, I'm, I'm sorry if I embarrassed him or caused him any attention. He didn't want. He was uh, very kind. He ended the call. God bless. What else did he say, Governor Bashir? His name was actually Tupac Shakur. Tupac uh, Malik Shakur. Classic example of why you have to measure twice to cut once. And he hit the governor with the God bless you, which really means kiss my ass, you white devil. Okay? <laughs> Listen, some donkey of the days just saw themselves. Please give Kentucky Governor Andy Bashore the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Oh, now you are the donkey mm. of the day. Ooh, you are the donkey of the You just got to make sure you're a government official. All you got to do is tell your assistant, check on this for me. That's all. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey of the day. Now, up next, ask ye, 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call ye now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Come on. Need relationship advice? Need personal advice? Just need real advice. Call up now for Ask Ye. Keep it real. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Ye. Hello, who's this? Hi, I'm anonymous. I want to remain anonymous. Okay. What's your question for Ye? I'm a single parent, and um, I have issues with my kid's father as far as, like, with assistance and with helping me out with the kids. Anything I ask him is always an issue, no matter what it is. Like, I get called out of my name. I get threatened mm. to get jumped, beat up. What? Yes. Okay, and we got to back this up for a second. So your baby father gets you jumped and beat up? No, I haven't been jumped and beat up. 
it has been attempted. Like one day I was going, I was on my way to work. It was in the summertime and I was going to drop them off. And I told him, I said, I spoke to him the day before. I said, well, I'm coming to drop the kids off. Um, he said, okay. I said, I'm going to drop them off before I go to come go to work. I get there, drop them off. Kids go inside. Him and his girlfriend comes out. She got a mm-hmm. rainbow wig on. He comes to my driver's side. Boom, 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 on the window. Get out. Get shoot my girl to one, and I just almost like I almost ran her over, but I sped off because it was it's just too much. I was very overwhelmed, and he doesn't wow. he doesn't work, at, you know he doesn't work, and I'm just like, what's always the issue? What's what is the issue every time when it's time for you to get the kids? Like you know when I'm going to work, why is it always the issue? Right, he's not. What does his family have to say about this? Are they helpful or supportive at all? Um, somewhat yes and no. I, I feel like so does he so he doesn't work so there's no child support order in place or anything I've been going to court I've been I've been down to the courthouse he's kind of invaded that situation mm-hmm. like he moved and I sent I even sent child support to the parents house they say they don't know where he lives even though they know so it's kind of been a rough time for me my kids are 11 and 13 now right and I've never received any child support whatsoever. Wow, this is awful. Well, first of all, I want to say a couple of different things here. If there's some physical situations where he's attempted to harm you, I would highly recommend you getting a restraining order because in a situation like that where she might be coming forward and trying to attack you and he's doing things, you never want to be in the wrong, right? So you never want to say you guys do get into a physical altercation with the girlfriend or something like that. It shouldn't be your fault. So I think it's important for you to do that. I don't think you should even be speaking to him directly just because things have gotten physical. If there's somebody that could act as a mediator between the two of you, that's a family member that you could use to communicate, but it looks like he's ducking you all together. I can't understand why the courts haven't dealt with this child support, but I guess you said it's been difficult for them to serve him, right? Yes, and I actually know it's, it's, it's been difficult, and I just want to say, Yee, that I'm a very huge fan of yours. I even want to say something kind of personal. Um, you might know my my family, mm-hmm. my new family. Oh, my God, yeah. I am his grandkid's mom. Okay. So, wait, he's not related to your side of the family. It's No. It's, my it's his side of the family? Yes. So who is the person? I'm just who is who is your baby daddy? I'm just curious. Son, I am shocked. I'm just like shaking right now. This is ridiculous. How long? Like it's gotten a little bit better, mm-hmm. but it's still it's still the same um, dynamic. It's still the same narrative. Okay. Well, listen. How about this? I'm gonna get your number off the air, and we are gonna try to see if we can get some type of resolution. Um, in the, or at least things should improve. And let's see how we can make things improve. And you know what? I think even if it has to improve, you know, little by little, at least if y'all can get to a place where you can be civil and have conversations and where he can understand the things that he needs to do that can be beneficial for his child, because it's not just your child, it's his child too. Yeah, children. It's both of his children. Oh, children. My daughter is such a big fan of yours. Like, she don't believe. I said, you know, you're related. Uh, that's your family. She's like, no. I'm like, that's just yeah. All right. Well, you know what? Hold on the line. I'm going to get your information, and we're going to follow up, and I'm going to give you a call after the show, and we're going to deal with this. Okay. I appreciate that. All right. All right. 
Ask Yee, 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call Yee now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Here's some real advice with Angela Yee. It's Ask Yee. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? What's going on? How y'all doing? It's Marlon. Hey, Marlon. What's up, Marlon? What's your question for Yee? Yeah, how you doing? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm a truck driver, right, and everything. But my question is, I'm I'm engaged. I have a fiance. We've been engaged for about two years now. This going on our third year. But I gave proposed to her the first year I met her. But I got like a lot of debt that I had acquired, but that before I met her, do like student loans. But I never really got a job in my field because I had got in some trouble, so I couldn't really get a job in my field. But long story short, I got some debt. And I'm like, I don't want my debt to go to her when we get married. That's why I kind of like I've been prolonging the situation. I'm trying to figure out, like, what do I do if I want to marry her mm-hmm. and not let my debt go to her? Like, What state do you live in? Because I know this is also a, a state issue because in some places with premarital debt, you're not responsible for that. So she might not be responsible. But in some places... Uh, in some community property states, your the individual debts are both parties. Yeah, I'm in the state of Virginia. All right, we're going to have to look that up according to your state. But it's funny that you say that. So, you know, I do this thing called Couples Chronicles, right? I don't know if you've seen it, but we do have a YouTube on the, uh, on the website for iHeart for The Breakfast Club. And we actually just finished following this couple's eight-week journey. And he had a lot of student loan debt that his wife ended up having to take on when they got married. And it was affecting their credit. It was affecting them being able to save. So they managed to sit down and talk to somebody from Operation Hope, which is a free organization that can help you when it comes to debt and getting your finances in order and actually help you save at the same time also, because that's also a fear. You don't want to be paying down your debt, but not having any savings. Can you do both of those things? So we chronicled them uh, for eight weeks to help them get on a budgeting plan and help learning how to save together. Now, let me see in Virginia if her debt will be your debt because, you know, they always say there's ways you can get around that by keeping separate bank accounts um, and things like that. Uh, Let's see. And you guys aren't married yet, right? No, ma'am, not yet. All right, so they're not a community property state. So I think, and, you know, don't quote me on this because I'm just trying to Google it right now to find out what that state says. So I think you should be fine. Have you been honest with her about your debt? Because I think that's one of the biggest issues. Yeah, I've been honest with her about my debt. I got majority of my debt is student loans. I'm working mm-hmm. with a credit repair company. Uh, I just right. signed up with them last month. But um, the Operation Hope program that you're talking about sounds like it's a little better than what I got going on. Yeah, and it's a free program that's used to help. And I'm also doing a Wealth Wednesday today that you should watch. And I'm doing that at 1 o'clock um, with Advancing Black Pathways with J.P. Morgan Chase. And that is for our community and is helping you uh, deal with your finances also. But I think it's important to learn how to not just erase your debt and get rid of it, but to also learn how to save and learn how to budget and do all those things so you make some real lifestyle changes. And I do think it's yes, great, ma'am. though, that you're honest with her about what your financial situation is. So is she still willing to get married even though you have this debt? Yes, yes. She's still willing to get married. We just want to make sure that certain debt is not transferring over like my student loan debt. Right. And what it says in Virginia, it says... Debt that was taken on prior to the marriage, like property earned, purchased, or acquired during the marriage is separate. It is not divided even during divorce. It goes with the person who brought it in. Most of the time, student loan debt is handled this way. 
So I would just, if I were you, just double check that. But also make sure you guys are sitting down and discussing finances moving forward. Because it is your debt, right? Are you guys going to have separate bank accounts that you'll be dealing with that on your own? Is there, are you guys going to have a joint bank account to pay your bills? You know, what will you be able to afford when it comes to the bills and paying for a mortgage or paying rent and paying all those things also? All of those things have to be budgeted and discussed. And I think because you're already open and honest with her with what you're dealing with uh, and moving forward, then I think it's great for you guys to be able to sit down and have that conversation and to work with a professional. And I'm glad that you're actually taking these steps. Sometimes people get embarrassed by the fact that they have debt, but your debt was an investment into your education and into your future. Yeah. So it's not a bad debt to have, but it can be very burdening for you. Okay. Thank you so much, Ms. Yes. Yeah, so let's get that plan together. And I will actually hold on and I'm going to send you the information for Operation Hope and for the self app that also can help you build up your credit and deal with saving as well. Okay. Thank you. And hey, Charlemagne, what can, what's up with a copy of that? Base King. Give your information to our producers. I got you. Which one you want? Black Privilege or Shook one? You know, I got two New York Times bestsellers, but who's counting? I'll take the black privilege one. I got you. All right, bro. Okay. Ask Yee, 800-585-1051. Now, we got rumors on the way? Yes, and I've been meaning to talk about this, but there's a biopic in the works, and this was one of my favorite people in my childhood, and I had a chance to meet her uh, in the past couple of years at the Breakfast Club, and it was really exciting for me. So I'll tell you what biopic is going to be happening. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. So listen up. Yes, so we all know that rap battles are supposed to be disrespectful, right? You go in on another person and you come at them, you try to get them so mad that they get flustered, they might want to punch you in the face, they might want to give up. But there are definitely, I feel like, some lines that should not be crossed. And I didn't really want to give this person attention, but I feel like we have to discuss this uh, because this made me feel sick when I heard it. This battle rapper named Giorgio Casper, he went viral because of this rap battle. And here are the, some of the things that he said about a six-year-old young black girl. Let's get personal, my <laughs> Look at your daughter and look at my daughter. That. Look at our baby mamas. Your baby mama black. My baby mama strapped, light-skinned, cute as Your baby mama's this. That means pop. You're a rapper. Your daughter's features gonna be ludicrous. I'ma kidnap that Drag her by her hair, then bitch slap that bitch. Put her out on the strip. I don't give a fuck if she's six. If 30 just give me 30 dollars and she's sucking 30 You know, uh, I studied the Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz, one of my favorite books, and one of the Four Agreements is don't take anything personally. I don't see how you can't take that personally. Nah, there's certain things you, there's certain things you stay away. I, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a, a rapper. I'm not, I don't do battle rap, but. There's certain things you don't talk about. You, you talk about my kids. It's, 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 all, it's all free game. Whatever happens that's after all, that happens after that. You know that's all fault, I don't even though. understand how you could even think like that. And the fact that people were standing there and cheering this on like this was amazing, that was not uh, even clever. It didn't have nothing to do with him. And you just trying to go in on a six-year-old talking about gang rape. And it's well, disgusting. Uh, well, listen, right? It's the same way that when they rap about killing each other 100 miles per hour. I, you listen to battle rap, they'll kill your mama, they'll kill your daddy, they'll kill your sister, they'll shoot everybody. So this is what happens when there's no there's no line. We, we've never, they've, they've been overstepping the line for years, so this is what happens. Man, pedophilia, children, all of that. that murder. Mm-hmm. Murder of your somebody's mother. Like, <laughs> like it's, it's all too far, but there's it's clearly no line in battle rap. 
All right, now Chris Brown and Young Thug have unveiled that they're doing a joint mixtape, that Slime and B mixtape. And they just shared that that mixtape will be coming out on the 5th. So y'all excited for that? Cinco de Mayo. A, I want to hear that. With you. I do want to hear that. I I, for hear some it. reason, for some reason, that combination intrigues me. Chris Brown and Young Thug. I do want to hear that. I really do. All right, now uh, let's talk about trying to keep in contact when you guys are social distancing from each other. Karuchi and Victor Cruz said they have been FaceTiming each other for 20 hours a day. Victor Cruz recently spoke with Page Six, and he said they're quarantining separately, and he's in New York for the time being while she's in L.A. with her family. He said, I'm in this solo, and it's not fun at all, but they do talk 20 hours a day. And they're doing things like she's been teaching him how to cook during some of their video calls. He said he's been buying different meats and fish, and she's on FaceTime walking him through things, and it comes out great. So he said he's an expert now at turkey tacos. I couldn't imagine being by myself without my, my spouse or my wife or if I had a girlfriend at the time. Like, I couldn't imagine myself being away from gear during this time. I would, be, I would go crazy. Crazy. Well, my man isn't here right now. We're quarantined away from each other because I'm here working. But I will say that we talk so much. So I think that part has been really good. Like, we've been having mm -hmm. some great conversations and all day, every day, FaceTime, all of that. Right. Now, as a man, does that bother you, though? Does it bother you that you're not quarantined with your bae? That's supposed to be bay. Like quarantine time is when you with the people that you really, really, truly love and care for. Like, does that bother you as a man if you're not with Bay? If Bay don't want to be quarantined with you? Well, I don't think it's a matter of they don't want to be. She's with her family and he's working. But I tell you, as soon as those flowers. How is he working? Are, yeah, he has um he's a host of uh, Pop of the Morning, and they're also raising money for different COVID relief funds and food delivery services and doing stuff like that. I don't know. I mean, it would it would it would make me feel a little a little way if Bay didn't want to quarantine with me. I'm not gonna lie. If I if, if well, I was in that if, situation, what if you had coronavirus? Well, that's God damn. You bring the worst hypotheticals into and everything. Of course, they got to quarantine though. from each other if they got coronavirus. G. Right. So things happen. Jesus Christ. So one of them got coronavirus. No, I'm just saying in general oh. that people are having those issues. All right. Now, another thing that coronavirus has thrown into the mix right now is that are you excited for that Deontay Wilder Tyson Fury fight that uh, was supposed to happen in July? No, I don't think Deontay should take the fight. They're, they're going to well, fight gonna now? It's happening October 3rd. It's going to happen now. It got pushed back because of the pandemic. It was supposed to be in July. Now it's happening October 3rd. So there's a little bit more time to prepare for that, I guess. So how, they, the, are they training? Can they train and all that? Can they properly train? You can train. You can train if you're, you know, if you're in a, like you see Floyd Mayweather training. We've seen video of him, you know, working out and stuff like that. So you can still go someplace that's private and closed, I guess, to you and whatever couple of people you might have in there, your trainer. Okay. Well, all right, you, the Jenna yeah. Jackson biopic is in the works and this is what i'm excited about i saw this on the jasmine brand and they said janet jackson may be getting a biopic and they said the details are very scarce right now but the project is being finalized auditions have already begun and because of coronavirus obviously there's a bit of a pause on it but it is going to be happening oh salute to I'm janet excited. jackson i can't wait to see jackson. that i love me some janet yeah, we've loved Janice since she was Penny. And not to mention, Janet Jackson has told me that um, I'm attractive twice in my life. She told me I was handsome back in, like, 2007, 2008. And then when she came to the Breakfast Club that last year, maybe, she told me I had beautiful eyes. Yeah, I wonder if I'll be in her biopic, because, you know, I did DJ her, DJ for her once. I wonder if I'll, I'll be in her <laughs> You guys biopic. have great experiences. <laughs> yeah, I'm wondering that, too. I'm serious. I'm wondering that, because I feel like we if had you going to be in the biopic? Get out of here. Yeah, I feel, like we, I feel like we had two moments. You know what I'm saying? And I know that those moments were life-changing for her. 
So, you know, I feel like I should be in the biopic. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. My goodness. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. All right. Now, um, happy birthday to Master P. Today, Master P turns 50. He turns 50 today. So happy birthday to to Master P. Happy born day to the whole legend, Master P, man. Master P is one of those people that back in the day when I was flipping through uh, a, a magazine and I saw him make the Forbes list, I felt like I could do anything. He gave me a real case for optimism being a brother from the South and making that Forbes list for rap music, man. So salute to the good brother, Master P. Nothing but love and respect for that man, always. All right, so it's only right we start the mix off with some Master P. Shout to Revolt. We'll see you tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice Mix is up next. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. I want to say happy birthday again to Master P, man. 50 years old. Happy birthday to P, bro. Happy boy day. 50 years young. Mm -hmm. To the guy. Salute to the legend Master P, man. I don't think people realize how much Master P inspired uh, young black men, especially from the South in hip-hop culture. Because, you know, I remember seeing him on the Forbes list back in the day, and I was like, oh, shoot, Master P made the Forbes list. And, you know, back then, only people you saw on the Forbes list was like up north dudes, you know, the Diddy's, the... Know, the, the Jay-Z's of the world. So when I saw mm-hmm. Master P, I was I was super inspired. And he cre- he built a, a great case for optimism in my mind. So salute to that good brother, Master P, man. He is loved, valued, and appreciated. All right. And also, I don't know if you've seen, but Bill Lambert, he was uh, talking about the Last Dance documentary, the Michael Jordan documentary. And he was like, uh, Jordan whines too much. And LeBron is the GOAT. I mean, that's just hate, though, man. See, that's why you got to, you, everybody's opinion you can't listen to. Like, Bill Lambert has a personal grudge against Michael Jordan. So is he really being object, objective when he says things like LeBron is better than Michael Jordan? No. I know, I know that. I Come funny. on, stop. stop. I thought it was funny. All right. All right, and I just want to tell you, today is Wednesday, and I do have a Virtual Wealth Wednesday that I'm doing today that I think you guys will be really interested in, and we've teamed up with, Advancing Black Pathways with J.P. Morgan Chase's Business and Philanthropic Resources to focus on three pathways to accelerate economic empowerment and opportunity for the black community. So you can see that live today. I posted about it on my Instagram page. So shout out to Sekou from J.P. Morgan Chase and my girl Angelina, who has been up to the Breakfast Club before. She has her own company. She's a C-suite coach and she works with Google as well. And um We'll be discussing all kinds of financial solutions for you and ways that you can empower yourself during coronavirus. Okay. So tune in. How can I get all that information? How can I tune in? It's on my Instagram page, but it'll be live on my Facebook page, Team Ye, Facebook Team Ye. We are live on there, and then you can always see it afterward as well. All right. Now, um, when we come back, we got the positive note. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Now, you guys be safe out there. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Charlamagne, you got a positive note? Yes, man. The positive note comes from the good brother Malcolm X. Uh, you know, I really, truly feel, it, feel like there's no such thing as a good or bad experience. I think everything is just part of one long process that makes you better. And Malcolm X once said, there is no better than adversity. Every defeat, every heartbreak, every loss contains its own seed, its own lesson on how to improve your performance next time. Breakfast club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done?